The Prestige TV podcast from The Ringer breaks down all of the best television shows like Succession. Yeah, we have deep dives on Wednesdays with Joanna Robinson and Sean Fennessy after every episode. Then on Fridays, Chris Ryan and Big Waz do a little precap heading toward the Friday episode. We're also covering The Morning Show, Curb Your Enthusiasm. We have a Hall of Fame episode coming up for that and a whole bunch more. If it's a great TV show, we're probably covering it on this feed. Check it out. Follow on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game and they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. We're also brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. I hope you're going to play the Ringer Win Totals Pick'em game on FanDuel against me and Ryan Rossillo and Joe House. Remember, we did the over-unders last week. Well, you can play against us right now, FanDuel.com slash Pick'em, and you can see if you could beat us. So there's that. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. I mentioned the Prestige TV pod at the top of this podcast. The Morning Show Midseason Awards, that's going to be coming on Monday, me and Amanda and Nora. That is the most ridiculous show on TV. I kind of love it. I, I wish I didn't love it, but I kind of do. Rewatchables, Monday night, 35th anniversary of The Color of Money with Paul Newman and Tom Cruise, directed by Martin Scorsese. You might have heard of those three people. This is a movie that is, has aged incredibly well, breaking it down with uh, Sean Fantasy and Chris Ryan. And coming up, the most contentious, Guess the Lions episode I think we've ever had. Me and Sal, our teams, they battled. There was bitterness. Can't wait to talk about it. Who better to start us off than Pearl Jam? All right, we're taping this. It is 9.08 Pacific time, Sunday night. We would have started taping sooner, but Geno Smith and Ben Roethlisberger decided to go mano a mano in just an awful game that wouldn't end. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here no, to talk about- No, we are not. <laughs> we did it. It's over. Dak the Destroyer. C.D. Lamb the Legend took a giant dump in Foxborough. And the evil empire is no more. 
567 yards to 335. Final score, 35-29 in overtime. Cowboys win. Cowboys cover. You are defeated. Hang it up. Fuck off, Bills. Both of you, Bills. Belichick and Simmons. How about them Cowboys? Woo! Did you slogan Roy that at the end? I think I did. I may have. Oh, the cover on, was Simmons. the cover was the worst part. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We've never we've been doing guest lines since 2007. I don't think our teams have played more than two or three or four times during that. I don't even remember. I don't remember really anything about any Pats Cowboys game that stands out until this one. This was a great one. You almost killed my quarterback. He's, yeah. Mina Kimes texted me. It looked like his soul left his body after Randy Gregory. <laughs> I It was worse than the Bledsoe Mo Lewis hit. It really, I, I didn't think he was going to get up. I just thought he was going to roll over and get carried off. We did and, it to Danny Dimes last week, too. That looked terrible. I mean, you should probably, everyone should just start their backup against us just to be safe. I don't know what more advice I need to get to these opposing teams. So better, better win for the Cowboys or worse loss for the Patriots? Oh, I don't want to be caught up in this nonsense. I'll just take the win. I'm just happy. I'm just thinking this is a game we would have lost many, many times last year. We wouldn't even gotten to overtime in this game last year. But we uh, we persevered. You try to cheat us. I mean, Dak How? Prescott on third down. But not only was half his body was in, the ball was in. His nobody thought he in, was in. His genital third down. What, what do you mean nobody thought it was in? Oh, wait a second. What about third, third and three, whatever that was, to Aguilar, and your guy hit, you guy hit Aguilar in the face. The ref's right there, no call. Ah, uh, he's just right like at the uh, end of the fourth quarter. Right face mask. What are we allowed like, to hit receivers in the face? He's just waving. He's like, hey, good to see you. Nice play. That's it. That's all that was. That wasn't well, anything big. Well, Dak should have held out of the ball when he crossed the goal. That line was bad. Fourth down. Fourth down. That I was mean, the reality play. is, you, you guys could have had forty plus points. Thank You're you. unstoppable. Yeah, I never felt comfortable ever on defense. I always felt third and eight, third and 14, third and three. Always felt like you were going to get it. The best asset we had on your team was your dumb coach. Yeah, that's true. But fourth, yeah. fourth and one kicks the 51-yarder with three minutes left. We weren't yeah, going to stop you on fourth and one. You know what? I got to tell you, I, I wasn't, I didn't mind either of the fourth and one field goal. attack. You, you should make a fit, one of two 51-yard field goals as a kicker. You know, Don't you want to do the thing no that win. the other team doesn't want you to do, though? I didn't want you to go for the fourth but, of when you were going to get it. Listen, we our play calling is, was dismal down there. I had already seen us botched five fourth and ones or third and ones or fourth and twos. And then, you know, I, I saw fourth and ones thwarted all day. It was counting. Yeah, it was started bad. with that London game. I was like, all right, just kick it here. That's fine. That's not the problem I have. Running that play clock down and not calling a timeout or not running it down to three when you know you're going to kick it. That's a problem. And yet, and yet you were out coached. Don't you feel it slipping away a little bit with Belichick? He was out coached today. He should have gone on fourth and three. Well, it's funny because we're going to talk about succession. We got yeah. the screeners. We're going to talk about succession at the tail end of this podcast for the mm -hmm. next 10 weeks. I was thinking a little bit about Logan Roy frantically mm -hmm. trying to find who can succeed him someday. And you have <laughs> Belichick, who now has two of his kids on his coaching staff. Can we get some more coaches? Yeah. Can, can we just have better play calling? Can we not screw up? Could it not seem like, you know, with the play clock winding down, we have to use timeouts or right. we're going to get delay of games? Right. Things are discombobulated. We have a rookie quarterback who's like the most mild-mannered guy who is also basically a zombie because Randy Gregory killed him. And he's screaming at the sidelines because it's so disorganized. 
You got it's me rough. thinking. Which which Roy is Steve Belichick? Oh my God! I which mean, he's one got, is he? He's he's got to be got his tongue out all the time. Got to be Roman, right? I guess he's Roman. I guess he's Roman. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah my uh, dad texted me. These are some of my dad's texts. Uh, I hate that second dad run. Awful series by McDaniel. Awful. Fire McDaniels. Wimp. We got so outcoached. This is my 74-year-old dad. We don't send texts like that about the Patriots. Yeah, we did you get do. outcoached, and your coach is terrible. Guess that what? You do part. now. You and dad, get used to it. Those are texts that you, have, you and most father-sons are familiar with now in uh, the NFL. You got to deal with a bad coach. This is, I think the game is passing him by. I don't know we, what to do. We gave the game away. Uh, you took it. You made some plays, but we also gave it away. We had the ball. You missed that field goal. 567 yards to 335, and 70 of those were to Kendrick Bourne, who's going to be in the XFL next year. That was his one reception. Like, And we're not counting the 25-yard interception. How about that interception? My God, the way Diggs moves. He really is like Dion. Like, the ball is not it's even impressive. part of him when he's running with it. Oh, that was Max's worst throw of the game. Yeah. Now, granted, he he probably has nine cracked ribs from the Randy Gregory hit, but mm. um, but that we had the ball. All we needed was one first down, and the game's over. Yeah. You had two timeouts left. There was like three minutes left. Couldn't get it. Then we have the ball. We get it. First, Aguilar drops, you know, yet another pass. I think I've officially turned on that free agent signing. All the Eagles fans were like, no, no, he drops everything. I'm like, no, he was awesome last year in the Raiders. We need mm. a deep threat. Guy drops every big pass we throw to him. He drops it. We, it doesn't matter. We get a first down anyway. First down on the 40. Harris, five-yard run, second and five. And then we run this terrible run play for two. And then our third and three is this weird Aguilar, you know, out route where your guy hits him in the face, but he wasn't going to catch it anyway. Mm -hmm. And that's it. You have the ball. Then we punt it right to you. You have it on the 20. That was great. I, did, I knew you were going to score after that. I love I was that mad. Part. But that was the overtime. I and mean, how about that great catch by Wilson on fourth and four when we were down that three, nice. like over the show, how he stayed in bounds. That was we'll nice. never know. It's like, I don't know. This team, they feel a little, I don't want to jinx he, it, but they feel a tiny bit destined, right? A tiny, no, tiny bit. Calm. Now, here's what I have to what say. What do you mean? I mean maybe they're not even top three in the NFC. It's mid-October. It's a 17-game season. I know, but <laughs> Slow we, have down. A, we have a three-game lead. We're five and one heading into the bye. We have a three-game lead in the division. This is insanity. Well, that part is great. Yeah. I, I will say this. As somebody who just went against your favorite team for mm. four hours and felt like it, there's just a lot of options. Yeah. When, whatever down, whatever the yardage is, it just seems like there's a lot of things you can do. And we didn't talk about your quarterback yet. Michael he Gallup was, hasn't even played yet. Yeah. I know. Your quarterback was awesome. That Even that throw he made to CD for the game-winning touchdown. Yeah. Not like the, mo the easiest throw. Like, I would say half the quarterbacks in the league would have sailed it, thrown it behind him. There would have yeah. been, like, maybe he catches it, but he has to turn back for the ball. Backfooted um, it, and, and it turns out it's going to be... It, a bad back foot because he's got an ankle injury, but we're, we have a bye here, so it does, shouldn't matter as much. But yeah, it's uh, weird. His yeah. QBR, the I don't understand QBR, but it was fifty two point three. Who cares? He threw for four hundred and forty five yards, for three 51. touchdowns. Yeah, I we'll thought we it. got good pressure. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I thought he navigated it, and he's got to be in the MVP conversation, right? It's it's him, Thank and you. it's Kyler and Lamar. Yeah, Set I, the three right now. I don't know if you can say enough about. Although if Kyle Murray just keeps winning like this, this is this is it's going to be hard to turn your back on him. But what's Lamar now? He's thirty-five wins before twenty-five years old. Only Marino's done it, or, or Marino 
is that did it slightly slower than he did? I don't I don't know what the record is, but well, you think uh, like he's it's just all backup running backs, uh, mm-hmm. rotating wide receiver crew. Doesn't seem like they're they're like unbelievable blockers. He had some right. comebacks. They're five and one. They're plus forty seven. He's got to be in the mix. But if until the Cardinals lose, Kyler has to be the favorite. Which I know we have team? a long way to go. I know. I mean, I can talk about this Cowboys thing, but I'll give you Let's a Let's go. For no, a you, you deserve it. Uh, you no, got five more know. minutes. I, this is all no, the years you had to come on You're and right. listen to me talk about the Pats. No, you should get five I don't know more what minutes. To say. I, I, I just love it. I love I love that, you know, the, the heat's not on Zeke anymore. You know you're going to get your 115 combined from him. You know Pollard's going to run hard. Like you said, the receiving options are great. I mean, Belichick, what was the game plan going in? Because he, be- he takes away your best option, well, like, right? Like what you want to do most, but then... He took CD away for, like, it seemed like two did. and a half hours. And then yep. all of a sudden he had over 100 yards. And you got everyone else running around and Amari Cooper was sort of out of it too. And it still didn't seem to matter. They still they still got it done. And uh, yeah, Gregory, they put the pressure on. I just love it. You're doing weird things though. You got a, a punt block. We hadn't gotten one in, I think, seven or eight years or, or something. That doesn't happen to the Patriots. I don't have to remind also, you. A punt blocked when they seemed discombobulated and like they were going to get a delayed yeah. game if they didn't rush. And they, all of it like led to the punt block, but it was just, they didn't seem right. And it's been their own four at home. So mm-hmm. I do feel like you you and your dad have been dropped onto a different planet that you're not familiar with, but with punt blocks and strip sacks and stuff like that. And guys fumbling like last week, like you're, you're going to have to, now you're going to learn about real NFL feelings. I don't know how you can deal with this. Me and my dad are fine. The Red Sox are seven wins away from another <laughs> World Series title. We're very focused on it. And we have right. a quarterback. There's, they, you know, if you're going to start complaining other than the bad coaching, it's like, other than Judon, the free agent signings, they splurged on Aguilar, Jalen Mills for $24 million. All the Eagles fans made fun of me for that. They were right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the two tight ends who have been pretty marginal in terms of impact. Well, and they spent two hundred eighty million dollars, so I don't know what they. So maybe get Belichick out of there. Maybe he's just got the wrong guys. Maybe he's got the wrong everything. They went. It seems like they went one, two, and two. One win, two losses, yeah, and two pushes so far. Right, but I'll give you that. That so might be here, enough to get the seven seed. But the sloppiness is bizarre, and it dates back to last year because there was moments last year, and you could chalk it up to COVID and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But this year. They don't have the same. Isn't excuse. it weird? You and I talked about it early last week, like a week ago today when we saw the line for this three, three and a half. I'm like, oh, that's going to six. And it's like, oh, no, not only didn't it go to six, it went to three. What the hell is going on here? And then when the Patriots are winning the whole game, like, damn it, the Fandals, are the what? they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And then only to have the Cowboys cover in overtime and everybody wins whatever teaser or whatever they have them on, you know? So, uh, well, yeah. I have I have a little confession for you. What is it? We left you off this thread, me and House. Mm-hmm. We did the Pats plus three and a half. I completely talked myself into what? it by game time. What yeah. time was this? Eight this minutes was like before, fifteen like- minutes before, I was riding high with my Chiefs. Oh my! My God. Chiefs uh, Rams parlay and the, and hit the Vikes and um, I talked myself into the Pats. I was like, this line hasn't moved all week. This is super suspicious. I'm taking the Pats. It was, freaky. but it was right. Yeah, I, I mean, like, Diggs isn't playing. Something's up here. I don't know why this went down to three. Like, where the, the sharps? Because I, I guess I know why. Because you see that trend. Like, Bel- Belichick's twelve and two against spread at home when he's an underdog. It's like I don't know how long do we hold on to those though. Still, I mean, it's. it's I don't want to say it's Brady's team. It was Brady all along, but those are Brady's trends, right? You you have to like kind of part with those eventually. Past performance in football is pretty irrelevant. The yeah. roster changes too much. 
I, I, here was what pushed it over the top for me to bet the Pats, though. I thought Carolina looked terrible today. And it made me go back and look at all of Dallas's wins before the game today, right? So you had the Tampa game, which right. was a good one, good back and forth. Beat the Chargers by three. Now, we watch that Chargers team now, and it's like, ah, oh, man, their defense is kind of shitty. You know, you, like they, you can they, run on them. That's you can really, secret. really take, stick 30, it down their throat. The thirty-first in the league against the run, and you know the Ravens didn't end up with. I think they ended up with one eighty-seven, one ninety, or something. But right. they had like eighty rushing yards in the first quarter. They they that turned the game on its ear. Like that that was it. If you go well, they have on that, that team, anyone they, could beat them then. And bad special teams. So you right. beat them. You beat Philly by twenty. Now that doesn't look great, right? Yeah. Philly looks like they're a mess. You beat this Carolina team, thirty-six twenty-eight. Looks mm. like they might stink. And then you beat the the Giants last week. So right. I looked at that and I was like, you know, maybe the schedule. Did but you look at your Patriots who barely beat the miserable Texans? They're going to have a worse like, Did nah, you look at that? Spell check at home. Must win. It seemed like it was a good bet. All right. But it didn't it cover. It actually was. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have lost that. Honestly. You have a bye week. And then you have at Minnesota, who's a little frisky. That's a Thursday night, right? I think. But then yeah. you get this Denver-Atlanta combo. They both suck. Mm-hmm. So you could be potentially either seven and two or eight and one, and then you're at Kansas City Sunday. I'm not as worried about it because you only, there's only one buy, and I don't think we're going to go fourteen and three, right? So we're probably not going to get the one seed. So then it's just whatever, right? Well, I wonder but, with this seventeen week season, there's going to be so many ebbs and flows hmm. that you just have to be super careful at all times. Like my team's two and four. I certainly don't feel like the season's over. Certainly feel like they could still get a six seed or a seven seed. And then you look at like how how well they played against Tampa and Dallas and say, maybe we're not that far away. Rookie quarterback gets better. Um, starting to run the ball a little bit. There's a there's a path. Like you watch that Pittsburgh Seattle game today. We we were saying that was a loser leaves town match. I'm not sure it was, because there's so much time left and these injuries change everything. Like you look at the Browns right. now, and the Browns was a team I really liked. I thought they had a chance to win their division. Fourth place. And now they're they're like a mash unit, you know, mm -hmm. and their quarterbacks in a press conference with the sling. I don't know how hurt Hunt is. Chubb's already hurt. Beckham's mm -hmm. not the same guy. You're going down the line. It's like, I, I think that this season is just going to cross some teams off just by the length. I think you're right. And I think we're going to, I mean, we we're always rooting for that Sunday night game to end so we could start the podcast and get to bed, especially on a, a night when we started with the London game at 630 in the morning. But you might look back and be like, oh man, I should have rooted harder for those Seahawks. Because the Steelers, you might have a bunch of teams mm. that are eight and eight going into week uh, eighteen, and uh, you know, counting the bye, and uh, and your my, yours team might be one of them. A lot of tiebreakers, Ed. I did a I did a power poll because there was only three games, so there was a lot of dead time. So I was doing a power mm -hmm. poll as I was going, and once you you got Arizona and Buffalo at the top, then you have Rams, Tampa, Dallas, Baltimore, and I think that's your top six. Nobody puts Green Bay in there. It's unbelievable. They never get any respect. Well, I have Kansas City as a sleeper at seven. Mm -hmm. And then I have the Chargers, Green Bay, and Cleveland rounding out the top 10. And then it goes kind of off a cliff. Because then now, now all of a sudden you're in San Francisco, Cincy, New Orleans, Las Vegas, Tennessee, Minnesota, Pittsburgh. It drops right after that uh, Chargers, Green Bay, Cleveland group. And you could argue if Cleveland's going to be super banged up, maybe they don't even belong in that group. I'm I, with I you. 
I think those I, top eight you named, they all have very good quarterbacks, right? And Cleveland yep. was probably last week in that top eight. And I'm not sure that the, the Baker's, uh, I think he's on the outside looking at, plus the shoulder thing. I know it's a yep. opposite shoulder, but it, it, it is a mess for him. They, they're going to have to figure it out. So you're higher on the Packers than I am because I felt like, I think I always am. I think I'm always yeah. higher on the Packers than anybody else's. But they lost that game to New Orleans, which they treated like an extra preseason game. And then they just kind of whipped up on on bad teams and beat some teams that they could have lost to. They're pretty good. They don't really trip up uh, easily. I watched a lot of that game. I felt like if the Bears had had a good coach, that result yeah. might have been different. It seemed like they could run on them. That Herbert was excellent. Right. The, uh, the little running back. Bears running back, yep. They didn't really know how to use fields, it doesn't seem like. And there was just some times when he was great. I, I just would have thought, pound the ball, play action, kind of do what the Pats did with Mac Jones today. Put the guy in position to succeed. Mm. They, they they look like they're at recess playing like, all right, draw your own plays. Fields, there's these plays where Fields is just running around um, just trying to look for dudes. And I don't know. Their their defense is good. Like I've, I did feel like they hung around, but that Rogers, the I own you, was incredible. I mean, he does. He's like twenty one and four against them. And first of all, I wouldn't be bragging about owning the Bears. It's like owning yeah. a, a, a broken down eighty eight Chevy Cavalier. Like I'd much rather own so many other things. But um, <laughs> but I, I want that rivalry to mean something. Like this is the oldest rivalry in sports, and it hasn't produced like one or two memories over the years. Right? Like the biggest. Yeah memory from that rivalry is that guy with the mullet in the stands jumping out to catch the extra point on Monday night football. And that wasn't even in the game, but so, I mean, and yeah, Rogers just takes over and he does own them. There's, there's nothing they could say to that. If you're a bears fan, and I know a few of them, that's a raw moment where yeah. the guy does own you. It's kind of assumed, acknowledged, and you know he's been too classy to talk about it. But now he's in this diva Aaron Rodgers, I don't care mode. Right, just fly, throwing arrows everywhere, and then he does the I own you thing, and it is the all time yeah. But still, what's your comeback? I don't yeah, know what still. they can say. They have to wait till he goes to another team next year. Yeah, but you're not going to be on that team anymore, Aaron Rodgers. Like, what do you do? What's your comeback? Your commercials suck, and yeah. you don't think your girlfriend's pretty. Your commercials slipped this year, jerk. <laughs> um, He's got like some like fifty-eight touchdowns and ten interceptions or something against that team. We uh, we're gonna take a break. I have more to discuss. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game, and they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm. 
is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. Okay, let's let's rip through some topics quick. So MVP, Kyler one, Lamar two, Dak three right now through th- through six weeks. Mahomes still lingering. Well, I guess it, we'll see what Josh Allen does, but I think he's number one right now um, going into this week. You would have Josh Allen above Kyler? No, I don't. I'm saying I I, I think gambling wise, and I think Fanduel has him tops. But oh, um, interesting. Uh, I don't know yeah. about the Josh Allen thing. I mean, their their competition hasn't exactly been stellar. It's Kyler's to lose right now, I would say. But it but much it harder schedule. Like um, should we bet on the London game anymore? Oh, I, I, I stayed away today and I felt great about it. I, you were, you were sweating out a Miami money line thing. You're getting up at six thirty in the morning for it. It's like, it's just not worth it. It's basically like the London game is you, you put two teams in a snow globe, like the Christmas snow globe and you just shake it and you don't mm-hmm. know what it's going to look like. It's like that right. electric football game we used to play as kids where you'd put the people on <laughs> and the guys would just kind of right. go around. Just bounce um, around forever. There's I'm no rhyme or reason to anything. They were up 10 and I'm laying in bed and I'm like, all right, let me money line parlay this because they're going to win. The Jaguars look like they don't care about winning. I'll money line parlay with that with the Cowboys and the and the Colts and something else. And then so I'm chasing that bet uh, all day long. But it really did look like the Jaguars didn't want them. Does, does Urban Meyer strike you as someone who wants to win these games? I feel like he just wants to get out. Just be done. I mean, also another one, not calling a timeout. Um, actually letting it run down, like not knowing what to do. And to to Jaguars credit, that was the only play they could have run in that situation to get a closer for that field goal. His body language on the sidelines is bizarre. Yeah. He almost seems put out. Like he doesn't seem like a galvanizer, fire up kind of coach. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like he's there. He's like a substitute teacher. I really like Flores. I thought he did a great job last year. I thought the game that he coached today was one of the worst coach games I've seen all season and possibly even number one. Yeah. They made so many mistakes. There's so many game management mistakes. Um, the fourth that, and ones all over the league were the uh, time ass. Yeah. That was my next topic. I, this fourth and one thing, I know we've touched on it a couple Man. weeks before, but it's like, there's no context anymore. It's like these shitty teams that have shitty players are right. Operate in the same way you do if you have Dak or Herbert or Mahomes and right. a bunch of awesome wide receivers on your team. Like you can't go for it on fourth and two if your players suck. Exactly. You know, and you're on your like your own 40 yard line. Like, what do you think's gonna happen? We were talking about it, me, you, and Hench and House. And it's like, yeah, I think you said it. Yeah, the analytics don't show you when you're down three offensive linemen what this what this fourth and one looks like. Like sometimes <laughs> right. like Urban could have taken the field goal to go up seven, which would have looked nice on his resume. Uh, but uh, he didn't, and they they fought the whole game. It was to get terrible. Back in. Yeah. Um, Greer and Ewing theory. I'll tell you what. All these coaches. I bet Ewing it. Theory. You did. Yeah. I I, I had it. I had a million dollar VIX. I bet it straight up. I it was it wasn't close. The game was over well, in the first quarter. If you blur your eyes, they're just better, right? So if they can get if they can get someone in that clubhouse to rally them emotionally, yeah. and Gruden Ewing theory. How about Kingsbury not coaching? Like I just wonder. Right. You know, this happened last year. Stefanski didn't coach, and the Browns blew out the Steelers. It's happened in college a bunch. Saban, you know, these guys got COVID or whatever. 
I'm not the saying LSU coaches guy don't who matter. got fired and they won anyway. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, like it's it, it's uh it's crazy what goes on here. I'm not sure. I don't want to say coaching doesn't matter, but little bit of a Ewing thing. I had no idea he was as hated as he was. No, no. Did you have any clue that this was a the case? No, I did not. I guess you're not going to get it from hard knocks, but it just didn't seem like that, that was the uh, case at all. I mean, I certainly hated listening to him on Monday Night Football <laughs> this year. I know we made fun of him a ton. They kept giving him extensions and right. raises. It was like, what am I missing? This guy offers nothing every week. Yeah, um, why couldn't these emails have come out before ESPN signed him to Monday Night Football? Yeah, seriously. That, why didn't yeah. this come out in 2013? Hmm. I, uh, I thought it was a rare gambling opportunity. Now, I'm not saying it was like a lock or anything, but because there was a chance they were just a show of themselves. But sure. I think as fans, we really overrate this stuff sometimes. With like, oh, it's going to affect the players. I don't think these guys care. I think they show up to work. They do their stuff. It's a little bit of a distraction. But ultimately, it's like they probably didn't like the guy. They were probably fired up to win mm -hmm. the week after he got fired. What was weird, though, I didn't even know this until I was watching the game today. His son is the strength and conditioning coach. Right. Deuce Gruden. And they showed him on the sidelines a couple of times. I was like, man, if, if I ever get like fired from the ringer, I really hope Ben quits. If Ben, <laughs> ben is the ringer strength <laughs> and conditioning coach. Ben's like, no, no, I'm going to keep my job down. Say, no, no, we're all out. We're, we're all in Simmons family's out. I looked like, uh, I, I, I looked at him up, this Deuce Gruden. It seems like he marches to the beat of his own drum there. He's Some like, interesting he, photos. He's, he's shorter Deuce. than me. He's yeah. like this bodybuilding champ and just a hothead. And uh, he might not even know his father's not there. So what was Deuce Gruden's week like? <laughs> just going to the office on Tuesday. He's like, hey, what's, what's up, Deuce? How you doing, man? How's it going? Yeah. yeah. Well, I get, want to have some coffee? Kind of uh, weird. Yeah. Very strange. Don't anyway, the Raiders could have cared less. Yeah. And the big lesson from that game is the Broncos are bad. Now, They've had some injuries. I think we might overrated them in general, but they kind of rolled over in the second half. Then they had like a big garbage time run, but there was this mm. moment, third quarter, where it didn't seem like they wanted to be there anymore. And I was wondering, our first coach fired thing is still alive because Gruden resigned. I guess it is. Yeah. I'm, they, they, I think they have odds up for next coach to be gone or whatever you want to call it anyway. So that's who you think, huh? I think, uh, I think Fangio? Fangio has to be in the three now. I think I think Meyer is still the overwhelming favorite. And uh, I think Nagy has to be involved in mm -hmm. Fangio. I think that would be my You don't think three. Flores at all, huh? Because he had the 10 no. win. I mean, Flores was five. good last year. One in five. This team was expected to win. I guess they, they won't fire him. They won't. Here's the thing with Flores. They botched that Tua Herbert thing, which we've talked about before. Yeah. That's now like a catastrophe. Mm -hmm. Tua is not... I, I just don't think he has it. And I think everyone kind of deep down knows he doesn't have it. Some, I don't know what he's Some throws at. look so good. And then some just decisions when he's, it's third and two and he's rolling left and he's got 12 yards of daylight and he throws it downfield, eight yards incomplete. Right. It's like, what the hell are you doing? What This is this is not second year. This is second game preseason uh, quarterback we're looking at right now. Yeah, it's like watching my son's flag football team or something where it's like yeah. that quarterback made a nice throw and then the next throw, it goes sailing into almost hits a mom. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh yeah, the kid's 13. Right. Two is a professional athlete. Like they took him fifth in the draft. He's not consistent at all. I don't really know. What would you say like he's great at? What's his like great skill? I don't know. Just he's lefty. So it's like, oh, that's weird that he's lefty. He and that looks that weird, left. right? To the eye, yeah. doesn't that look weird? I'm left-handed. And even I'm like, well, that, I don't even know what I'm looking at. It just seemed like it was uh, more commonplace back in 
back in our time growing up. But to be fair, I, I didn't recognize almost any of those receivers. Like Gasecki, the tight end, but, you know, Parker Waddle was, was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Waddle's good. Waddle's uh, Well, you know, yeah. though, you know the Waddle piece of this that I totally forgot. Yeah. They traded up to take Waddle. Right. They don't have their first pick next year. Yeah, that's right. The they're Eagles have it. So they're one and five. And you think about it, the Pats should have beaten them. Harris is running in. We're about to go up and win the game. He fumbles. Mm -hmm. They could be 0 and 6. Now you could say, well, they, you know, they could have won the Raiders game, whatever. Um, I do worry about that with the Eagles. That's why I have to enjoy this Cowboy year. The Eagles have like three very, very early picks next year. Well, the Eagles have this, that weird Hurts thing coming mm -hmm. off Thursday where it's just like, I don't see it. Do you see it? No. I just don't I, think he's accurate enough. He's just not. I, I mean, he had 56 yards going into the fourth quarter in a game that they, you know, they're playing catch up the whole time for the, for the longest time before he ran two and made that a, a game for zone, no it, reason. He's good garbage time. I think ultimately yeah. his destiny is going to be kind of an overqualified backup. Backup. That mm -hmm. can come in, he can carry, kind of like what Gino tried to do with Seattle today, but a better version of that. Yeah, um, I think I trust like Brissett more than... More and Brissett was yeah. terrible this year too. Yep. Um, yeah, so that, and then, you know, the Jets have the Seahawks pick this year from the Jamal Adams trade. Mm -hmm. The Seahawks are now two and four. They're in brutal division. And that, you know, the Jets, they they turned a Darnold into a second rounder at least. Mm -hmm. That's looking better and better. They just they just don't know how to pick the players. They, they can collect the assets. Right. They just need help with the actual picking the players right. part. Um, we have six cross-off teams, Sal. Yeah, at least, right? Go ahead. I lost so track we, of where we were. Detroit's 0 and 6, cross them off. Gone. Houston 1 and 5, Jacksonville 1 and 5, Jets 1 and 4, Giants 2 and 4. Can we cross off the Giants? I feel like we can. They're so banged up. Sure. You're not ready to cross them off? Or you yeah, I am. They're not getting a wild card. Yeah. And Miami 1 and 5, I think, is a cross off. So I, I would cross the, those. The six. only ones, and they're terrible teams, the Texans and Jags, but just because the division? If the Titans lose again tomorrow, I, I'm I'm fine crossing them off. That's eight you have? I have six. Miami Giants, Jets, Jacksonville, Detroit, Houston, and I think Washington and Atlanta are uh in the waiting room. Right. And okay. maybe Denver. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm good with all those. That's okay. good. How many do we have to we have to do like one a week for the rest of the way, right? Yeah, yeah, we're good. I have a good topic for you. Kyle, turn the camera on. <laughs> Another terrible Giants-Jets game today. I saw my buddy Jacko, who's just almost inconsolable about how this Yankees-Red Sox thing. Mm. He tweeted, "Has is this the worst it's ever been for New York sports? Ooh. What team is even close to being the closest for a title right now? And you think about it, and I guess you would say the Yankees? But the Yankees didn't even make the playoffs where we have five teams in the American League. Mm -hmm. um, and they have Cole for $340 million. They're about to pay Judge a whole bunch of money and not sure he can even play 140 games a year. Well, he needs to go over the bridge to Brooklyn. What's he talking about? They're the favorites to win the whole thing. They're not a New York team? Does Brooklyn count? <laughs> we count them? So. Get me a map. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah. All right, so we're kind of, <laughs> we're really counting Brooklyn as a New York team. I know. I guess People we have don't to want to embrace it, but you have. Yeah, you I guess have. we have to. God damn <laughs> you it! You don't this have is to such count a good the, segment. You don't have to count the. Kyle, bills turn the camera want. off. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh man, I forgot Brooklyn counts. I always think like Jets, <laughs> Giants, Yankees, Mets. Yeah. Knicks, Islanders, Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, no good. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, he's got a point about those. Yeah. Should it count if the team wins and like 200 people show up at the parade? Does that still count as a hometown <laughs> title? No, you're right. It should be a head count of 201 or more. Hey, yeah. I was thinking about this. You'd be a good one to ask. Who's the most hated player in every sport? Kyrie's number one in basketball now, right? That the most... So you're just saying like if it's like the opposite of an approval rating, the, the person that has the most people that dislike them. I'm going Kyrie, Altuve, that guy Wilson for the Capitals who beats everybody up and gets never gets punished. Oh, and, Tom uh, Wilson. Yeah, Tom <laughs> That's Wilson. That's a good one. And I think Tom Brady, the other Tom. And he's probably the most beloved also, but I think he's also the most hated. Those would be my four. Just something to think about. So that's like when uh, Howard Cosell was the most liked and disliked yeah. sports broadcaster and, at the same time. In the and Bulls. Howard Stern. Yeah, all the Howards. Yeah, polarized. Yeah, I was on a text thread today with all these people who hate the Braves. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who hate the Braves, and it's mostly people who have National League teams, but yeah. then also hate the Tomahawk Chop or both. Right. And I think Chipper Jones had this title for five, oh, six years, kind of secretly, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, Chipper had it for a while. Um, Who'd you have for base? You had Altuve? I'm not sure it's Altuve. Oh, I think I, baseball's tough because you go, what, Bryce Harper or Altuve? I'm not sure which way you go, but I feel like I feel like Houston is a team no one universally could root for. I, I'm the, Yankee fans are rooting for the Red Sox. I know some Yankee fans I know. Are rooting for the Red Sox because they hate the Houston Astros. And at the top of that list is Altuve and the buzzer and all that stuff. And they just don't like them anyway. I really dislike Correa personally. You do. Like Correa yeah. did the game one. He hit the homer. He, yeah, he has to look down. at the dugout and do the what time. And I was di- dying right. to tweet during game two, like, Carlos, what time is it when we're up like nine nothing? Right. Um, yeah. He bothers me. Altuve, I feel like he's overcoming some kind of handicap. The dude's, what is he, like five, five? Yeah. Five, yeah, yeah. six? Like mm-hmm. he can swing it, pitches over his head. I'm always like, as much as I can't stand him, I'm always impressed he's by him. Deuce Gruden of the Major League Baseball, basically. <laughs> he <Yeah. really> is. <laughs> Correa, just like, hey, he's got, he, you know, he's really, really good. He's fun to dislike <laughs> and doesn't, he's not overcoming anything. Um, I, I can't stand the Astros. I mean, I don't know if you saw game two. Sure. They they have this pitcher. We show him in the first inning, a grand slam. Um, 30 pitch inning, comes back out, pitches to one guy, and then they do this injury thing, quote unquote injury. Mm-hmm. And the next guy gets 15 minutes, gets 15 minutes to warm up warm and up. do his whole thing. It's like, he's a starter. And the announcer's like, well, he's got to go through his routine. It's like, what about my starter? Who's not going to pitch for... Evaldi, who's not going to pitch now for 45 minutes because right. this guy's got to do his routine. Like, bring a fucking reliever in. That's it was true. just like a classic, like, it was legal, but it, there was a spirit of the game thing. And then, you know, we're trying to slow down baseball. I don't and know it's what like, you We're going to take a 15-minute fucking delay for this guy? These Yankee, these uh, Red Sox-Astros games are going to be five hours long. Every single one of them. Well, it's we have seven. game three is at eight. Eastern time. Game four is at eight Eastern time. And then game five is at five Eastern time. And we don't, we have Whitlock and Hauk and Brazier and that's it for relievers. We trust like they brought in Hernandez. We're up nine, three. Just, can you just get us three out so we can go home in the ninth inning? He can't even get out. He gives up two homers. We have to take him out. Like we have no bullpen. It'd be amazing. That Pavetta, I don't know how long that that lasts. You're a slight underdog. Well, we could talk about this later. You're, you're still a slight I, underdog. This, get, this series will go back to Houston. I think we can win there, but whatever. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. We'll do guest lines. 
This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, a award winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others, real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60-day money-back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two S. Simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This episode is supported by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need. Have coverage options to protect the things you value most. File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. Okay. Well, this sucks. Thursday night is Browns at Denver. Well, first and, of all, there's six buys. This is oh, a, yeah. a hefty buy. This is going to be a fantasy disaster. You're going to be picking up guys Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Bills, boys, Jags, no big deal. Chargers, Vikings, Steelers. Lots of fantasy guys. Lots of receivers. It's not just a fantasy disaster. It's an entertainment disaster. Yeah. Because I would argue the Bills, Cowboys, Vikings, and Chargers are four of the more entertaining teams, Four right? probably playoff teams, potentially. Yeah. I don't know about the Vikings. But four teams anymore. with at least, at least the Vikes have a good offense yep. and they can move the ball. Yeah. It's a tough hit. So we got this Thursday night game. I would say... The, I, if we're talking about teams that are at a dangerous point of the season, mm -hmm. I think the Broncos are there. Denver, I think Carolina's there. I think the Patriots are obviously there at two and four. I think the Bears and right. then the Seahawks would be the five. That's like, all right, I know it's a 17-game season, but you're kind of out of fucking around room. Right. Um, now you have the Broncos. They get to play Baker. I don't think Baker's going to play on Thursday. He looked like he was really hurt. Hunt got carried off. He got carted off. We're not going to mm -hmm. see him on Thursday. Um, it's Who is a great... Case Keenum is the backup? Yeah, could be a little Case Keenum. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say with the Browns is I like that Felton, their backup, who's like right. the kick returner. I actually think he could be pretty good. But uh, I think the Browns are going to be favored. But I, I would have originally had this at like Browns four, something like that. But I think it's going to be Browns by one. Oh, wow. Well, let me check this because this is uh we're we're one of us is way off here. I said six, and I saw Fandle had it at five and a half. But but is that that's with Case Keenum? Case Keenum can't be favored. They by must him. be thinking that. I mean, you know, he was uh, back in there. Um, Baker, he, he showed up at the post game. He had an arm in a sling. It's five and a half. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. I'll take the loss on that, but that's stupid. I don't well, think he's going to play on Thursday. Guess who doesn't want to take a loss here? And I know you try to diminish my record of 11 no, in a row take a on loss. Thursday night. 11, 11 in a row Thursday night. What do you mean know. diminish? Uh, he said they didn't cover. I, I don't worry well, they about didn't cover. margins. I know, but I'm I not allowed was, to pick the you, spread. Last week, you 
bragged it was against the spread. So I was. I are we tossing did, that out? No way. No way. I said against the spread. No. Why 11, do you put the score? Well, I, I, I just to be cool. I mean, everyone wants me to be cool. <laughs> Why are we so upset with with the Eagles fifty <laughs> point conversion? <laughs> I was upset. covered by a half point. Listen, it's always in a little bit, but if you parlay together the eleven money line favorites, it's one hundred and fifty five to one. It's pretty damn good. And well, I don't good know, luck. I don't, good luck with this game. I don't know what I'm doing here. This is rough. This is a rough one. I may if, need to consult. Well, let me ask you this: If it's Case Keenum, is there like a ton of difference in him and semi-injured Baker Mayfield at this point? You know, this is a dangerous uh, spite bet, right? If anybody bet, you know, oh, Denver's done. They couldn't even beat the Raiders. Uh, uh, you know, couldn't. It weren't in the right headspace. But I could see Denver stepping up and winning this game. I'm not going to say anything yet. I could definitely see it. Both three and three. Both these teams are in trouble, I think, with a loss. I'll tell you this. I watched all of that Cards game. Yeah. That was a really physical game. And the Cards beat the shit out of them. And that Hail Mary was ludicrous. <laughs> right. Um, Baker almost got sacked. Mm -hmm. There's four guys on the Cardinals that are on the 10-yard line defending nobody. They're, yeah. they're not near anyone on the field. And if they don't get that, the game's a blowout even before the second half. And so. their defense is solid, the Cardinals, when they want they're to fast. play. They're really good. Yeah, like they're fast. Jordan Hicks, Marcus Golston, uh, Golden, like five sacks for those guys. Well, J.J. Watt, Watt had one today. So they, they, Simmons they really, and Collins. Yeah. They don't let you back in the game. They get on you quick. I love that about that. They score quickly. Uh well, this is a stay away. Don't bet this game. Are they the best have, team that you? It. Who's the best team that you can't buy just yet? Mine, mine are the Cardinals and the Bengals. I'm da I mean, the Bengals. No way. It has to be the Cardinals. But the Cardinals have beaten good teams, you know. And I and they have. No, but I mean, you personally don't like. Ah, I, I haven't come around on them yet. Yeah, I don't trust. I Kyler hurt my feelings last year, but I know yeah. he's hurt. But it, it, he just needs to win my trust back. They're right. loaded with uh, at receiver, though. Yeah, I do are. think they're in better with Green and with Rondell Moore. Um, it well, just now, seems like they have Ertz, speed Ertz everywhere. Is play. Zach yeah. Ertz is going to play next week. He has like a dozen red zone targets. Like that, that's perfect for Kyle. And I think Chase Edmonds has been really good for them. Like he's got yeah. real bursts. They're really dangerous. Um, all right, Sunday the marquee game. Again, we don't have a lot of games this I week, know. but um, but I had I thought it was Ravens Bengals. Right, has to be. Yeah. And I did the Ravens by six. It's in Baltimore. All right, you're going to get it. I said five. It's six and a half. Yeah. That's yours. So. It's a good one. The obvious tease slash parlay has been hitting pretty much nonstop. Yeah. Through the first six Yeah, weeks. I think all the morning favorite, not including the London game, but all the 1 p.m. Eastern game favorites won today, right? Yeah. We have, we've been trying to do underdog parlay of the week for million dollar picks and you don't even mm -hmm. get two underdogs that win. I guess today it would have been the Raiders and it would have been the Seahawks, but then the Seahawks didn't win. I don't even know who the other underdog would have been. Uh, well, the Raiders. Uh, oh, you said the Raiders. Oh, yeah, uh, I guess the yeah. Jaguars. It would have been Raiders, Jaguars would have been the one. Raiders, Jags, and that's yeah, really that it. it. Everyone else didn't hit. Um, well, Arizona was a little bit of a dog, right? But yeah. Yeah, you're right. They were like minus. Yeah, but it was like plus one. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I tried to make a case for the Lions upsetting Cincinnati, and they were just never, ever in that game. No. And in fact, there's some, maybe they might bench Jared Goff buzz that I saw online. Because I, I like the Lions it. too. I, I bet on the Lions, and he was uh, abysmal. 
Coach really, Campbell really, really said he needs to step up more, and he didn't say it through a uh, tissue full of tears either. He's mm. serious. Burrow has become, I think, a reliable top 10 fantasy QB starter at this point. And he was somebody who was like available on waiver wires right. a couple weeks ago. Um, I think, by the way, I need to warn you, Bengals fans get mad at us. They say that that's a lazy narrative. We say with the offensive line being weak, like, I don't know. This is the first game he got through unscathed, right? He has like throat contusions. He has injuries. We don't even no. see on the field. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I know, I know they're winning games, but, uh, if you had to make odds on the next quarterback out, unfortunately it'd be your guy. Yeah. I mean, he's taken a pounding in every game until mm -hmm. today. The yeah. Bears game, the Steelers game. But this this Lions one was a good one. But they have at Ravens, at Jets, home Browns, at Raiders, home Steelers as their next five. So Fun we'll one. see. They're pretty good. I mean, the good good news for them is Chase is electric. I think he's he's like one of those guys, even when he's not involved in the plays, he's involved in the plays. Like he's a good blocker. He's doing all kinds of shit. And they turn it on like at weird times. Like I think if you look at the last two minutes of the half, like Burrow and Chase is like the the combination is the best in the league. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right. The watchables. I only have two and one's a stretch. First mm -hmm. one, Chiefs at Tennessee. I really enjoy watching the Chiefs. Shoot me. And, and then everybody's <laughs> like, Mahomes having an off year. It's like Mahomes is on pace for like 5,000 yards and probably 50 TDs and right. three times a game makes the play he made today that ended up there was a penalty where he was getting chased and he, he went left and did like, it was almost like watching somebody on the beach playing like beach football. He went left and then zagged the other way and the guy fall, fell down yeah. and then threw a sidearm down to Kelsey for like 30 yards. Mahomes is amazing. He's not having off here. Everybody stop it. I think we got spoiled. Interceptions? We spo got spoiled with guys having such separation, right? Like yeah. Tyreek Hill being 30 yards open and, and Kelsey being 12 yards open, even though he's like eight yards downfield. Like, and we don't see that anymore. And he made a, I, I was ready to jump on when everyone, what were they down? Were they down, uh, what was the score? It was 13-10. And then they reeled off 21 straight. But he had thrown his second interception. Everyone's yep. like, oh, who's this guy in Mahomes uniform? But they but turned I mean, it Half of the won. interceptions hit somebody's hands. And yeah. Ben yeah. Solak wrote a good piece for The Ringer about that teams are just going, you know, go ahead, run it on us. We're just going to play zone and you're going to have to force yeah. throws in and do stuff and but I'm still buying Mahomes stock. Their defense is awful. Right. It's unclear if Andy Reid is awake for like the first half of these games. Yeah. But Mahomes is still great. And if they I beat like, the Chargers in LA, which they'll have most of the fans, they'll they're back in first place. So my hot take is I think Daryl Williams is better than uh Edward Solaire. Yeah, maybe. I think he's more reliable. I think he's got a little more size. It's a little harder to just have the four guys with all the D backs back because he's more physical. He can bounce through guys. Mm -hmm. I just think they're better with him. I'm not just saying that because he's on two of my fantasy teams. <laughs> he overpaid for him. I so know. I have uh, Chiefs. I have minus four at Tennessee. Yeah, you're going to get this one too. I said three and it's four and a half. Mm, I almost said four and a half. Damn it. We'll have to yeah. see what happens with Tennessee. I think they luck out a little bit because the Bills are going to come off a high of beating the Chiefs. And uh, I like Tennessee to at least cover them up. Tell you this, from what we've seen from the Chiefs, that I mean, Henry's done well against them in the past. This should be like the best he's done. Yeah, that's true too. He's gonna be able to if they just feed him, feed him, feed him. It's gonna be ugly. The other watchable game I have, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think Bucks Bears 
Oh. Um, out of all the ones that are left, it's like I'm kind of intrigued by that one. I like watching. The Bears are weirdly lovable. Like, I like Fields. Fields is mm. raw as hell. He'll make five or six mistakes a game. But have you noticed there, there's like a there's a serenity to him. There's like a confidence to him. What the hell? What happened? No, here? there's something what? about him. He doesn't, the way he carries himself is very unrookie like Like I find myself rooting for him. I like that Herbert guy. I like their defense. Mm. And I think their coach sucks. And the fact that they're like in these games when they have lousy, a lousy coach, I, I, I find they're endearing. They're just so hard to bet, right? Like you just yeah. never want to be on either side of them ever. Because it's going to no, shock you either way. Well, this game, they're going to, Try to hit the shit out of Brady. We'll see if it works. I have Bucks by nine and a half against the Bears. Well, that's closer than I was. I said eight and a half. FanDuel is suggesting you move this to the poop factor. Twelve and a half. Oof. Twelve and a half. Now, do you think part of that is we're tired of getting killed on teases? Yeah, I think that has to be part of it. When all these favorites win. Because we've uh, seen this in years past where they just start jacking it up because they're like, stop it. You're not teasing these anymore. Fuck you. Is this Brady's last loss? Or did they lose? I mean, last year. I mean, they they lost this year. But this was the four down thing. This is when he held up the four, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think they they went on a run after that, for sure. Yeah. Uh, It's a lot. Barely watchables. Patriots home for the Jets. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like the Pats Jets, I just can't put in the poop factor because of the history, but I'm, it might be for some people. I think the Pats are kind of fun to watch. I don't know. Yeah, I, they are. I, you know, their defense, their move around. Judon was, was, has been really good all season. Mm-hmm. Um, I like watching Mac. I thought Mac, they show him on the sidelines sometimes and he seems like a little kid who's upset that the teacher yelled at him. Right, but I don't know if it if that's just who he is. Like he like calms himself down. But wait, this is the second time you're playing both uh, twice before week seven. Uh, I know uh, it's weird. Wow. Yeah, and then we I get forget. the Zach Wilson. Like the pa- Belichick might just break Zach Wilson completely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what if he throws five picks in this game? And, and, uh, right. That's it. Anyway, I have uh, the Pats laying six and a half to the. Oh, Jets. I got this exactly. It's seven. Wait, ah. Let me make sure. Let me make sure. Maybe move for you. Nope, seven. I think this is a tease, Sal. Yeah, because this is this is. I don't feel great team. about a two and four team in a tease, but this is you lose this game. The Pats are already in a situation where they have to go eight and four the rest of the way, um, to be uh, eight. What is it? Eight and five, I guess. No, um, I'll I'll take a no, near eight and three. We have to go eight and three the rest of the way. Yeah. Yee. No, I think eight. I think nine wins get you a, a nine wins and some luck get you a slot there. In the AFC. But so you I, think I'm, we have to go seven and four? Yeah, I think nine and eight is okay. No, I don't I mean, feel look, as look, good you about saw that, that. Pittsburgh. T- who who don't you think you could beat there at the, with that last spot? Like Pittsburgh or I don't know. Some some lame teams occupying that last spot. The Browns could be a disaster by then. Out of the great washed up QBs in your lifetime. Oh man. Would you put him? Is he worse than Favre was that last Viking season or worse than Manning in that last Broncos season? Well, the the, the key is that's what the Steelers fans are holding out hope for, right? Like the is Manning he worse, thing. Is he worse than Manning who won a Super Bowl with that team? Like a lot of people, I don't know. My memory is clouded. I remember when Aikman was coming to the end and like, it's like, oh my God, he's six concussions over the limit. He should have yeah. been gone a while ago. Just checking down to like terrible running backs like Troy Hamburg. Just please get, get him out of there. So I only remember my own guys. But yeah, that pass that hit Jamal Adams in the head. 
That was unbelievable. That was he, like a rookie. It was, it's like, well, how does he not see that? Like, that's your guy you should focus on anyway, not throwing in his area. But of course he was going to close the gap there. It seems like there's a lot of the other team touching balls, which I, mm-hmm. I mentioned last week in the pod. That today you saw how many Seahawks touched a Roethlisberger pass today. Yeah. It was at least four. Well, there was uh, the one that there had no chance of touching when he went forward with it, and then like, but that it was he, considered and, and a then pass. immediately tried to go no, no tuck roll, tuck yeah. roll. <laughs> it's like no, no more tuck roll. Yeah, sorry. All right, Raiders uh, are home for the Eagles. I mm-hmm. think it'd be hilarious if the Raiders went on a run here. The Raiders are four and two, by the way. Yeah, they're uh, and probably will be five and two after this game. Although the Eagles, as an underdog play, who knows. I uh, I have the Raiders by four over the Eagles. Mm. I went high on this. I I said four and two versus two and four. It's in Las Vegas. I said five and a half. It's three. Mm. So you you get that one. Minshew is it Minshew time? Oh man, I was saying I thought Minshew after six weeks we might be there. He fought back though. Hurts against the the. Yeah, they were the, down I mean, thirty though. I know they covered. <laughs> That's all the coach cares about. I'd love to know from Eagle fans who would they rather have the rest of the way, and do they even think it matters? Like, do I, they think? Because this is from like Russell. I was listening to Russell on Friday. Yeah, who's huge college football guy. I know you are too. And he was like, mm. "This is who Hertz was in college. Like, right. he just wasn't one hundred percent accurate." And right. that was the question. That's why he wasn't like, you know, a top fifteen pick. That's why he lost his job to two. All that stuff. Yeah, I don't know how you evaluate. You got lucky, maybe potentially with the best Alabama quarterback. Otherwise, I don't know. It's a, like an embarrassment of riches. I don't know. It's like uh, I don't even know what to say. But it's like you know, hiring an AP from like one of the major uh, late night talk shows, and you get you find you you get them on staff. You're like, oh wait, someone else did all the work for you. I'm not right. even mentioning any names, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, but what do you like? There's nothing to like about that Eagles. I don't, there's not one unit that I like. Darius Slay is fine on defense, you know, as one, some games are better than others. I don't like their receivers, their running backs. Hertz is too inaccurate. I don't know what to root for there. We have a loaded poop factor. There's yeah. five in the poop factor this week, starting with Packers Washington. Uh, trouble in Heineke Paradise, it looks like. They're already like hoping maybe that it's could be Kyle Allen time. Uh, Heineke seems like that moment he had in the Tampa playoff game probably was just a brief blip in a yeah. nice story that will probably be made in a Disney movie someday. Rogers coming off the Ionia game. Green Bay feeling good. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like Green Bay ever plays anyone good. But uh, yeah. now they get washed at home. I have Green Bay by nine and a half. Uh, wow, you edged me out again. By the way, people um, warned me and said, because the Patriots lost to the Cowboys and you're going to be so down in the dumps that you were going to cheat this week and make sure you won. And we're seeing evidence of that a little bit here. I said nine. But, and it's but first of all, what people? Second, who would, people. who would take time out of their day to even have an opinion on something like that? I don't know. There's a lot people of people like, very oh, interested I- in what we're doing. <laughs> people are <laughs> tweeting you. They're like, I've got to tell Sal this thought. <laughs> yes, yes. I've been thinking about how Bill would react and I've you know, decided he's going to cheat tonight on Guess the Lines. And Sal needs to know my thoughts. That's right. It's one person. Oh I made God. it like it was dozens. Hey, we used to break these down by one o'clock and four o'clock games. Then we used to say like, this is pumpkin patch, pumpkin picking sat Sunday or something like this. If you look at the one o'clock games, just uh, all really bad. 
<laughs> not, not a good yeah, one. Yeah, we used bar. to say this Casey, was... Tennessee's all right, yeah. No, we used to say it was uh, go pumpkin patch. Um, Apple hang picking? Out. Yeah. We used to say it was hang out with your wife day and then people right. got upset because oh, it's yeah. like, well, what if I like football and I'm female no, and fine. I want to hang out with my husband? So hang out with now we family. have to call it hang out with your spouse slash family day. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still not going pumpkin. I'm still going to watch all of these games. Can I give you the six teams Green Bay's played? Just so you know. Yeah. New they Orleans. lose to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Lions. Right. Um, 49ers. But they didn't, something weird happened in that game, right? Did Jimmy G get hurt in that game? They thrashed him, right? That game? What was the final? I don't even remember. 30-28. No, that was, Jimmy G oh. did play that game. They came back. Oh, they right, won right. at they the end. They came back, yeah. Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Cincy, they win an OT. And then Chicago. Right. So if you're going to say, we, we said, at the top of the pod, the six teams that we thought are in the circle right now for the Super Bowl. You don't want them in there. All right. They have not played any of the six. Coming up, though, Arizona Week 8, Kansas City Week 9, mm -hmm. Rams Week 12, Baltimore at Baltimore Week 15. So those are their four toughest games. Yeah. That's on the horizon. Okay. I mean, they can go 10 and 7 still in that division, but... Well, I think that... The five and one start makes you think they could go like 12 and five, 11 and six again. Mm -hmm. I have Packers by nine and a half. Yeah, you got it. I said nine, it's 10. Okay. This is where I choose. Are we cheating? I think. Yeah, we teasing them? Um, well, three teamer. So you like Tampa over Chicago? Or you're not touching that. Green Bay. I think I'm staying away from that one. Hmm. So far for teases, uh, New England. Pats, Packers, I think, are two good ones so far. Okay. All right. Next poop. There's a good game. There's another good one coming up. <laughs> Falcons, Dolphins. Not that one. <laughs> uh, I feel like these teams have played already. You have to show proof that they haven't. How is this not in London? This could cause a war yeah. if we don't send this to London. Is it too late to move it to London? Uh, <laughs> I know they both played in London already, but get yeah. Back. So this this is in Miami. I'm sure the crowd's going to be delighted. Mm-hmm. And I think the Falcons are slight favorites. I have the Falcons by one. Get it again, man. I said two. It's one and a half. Oh, we uh, we split. That. We split that one. I'll, I'll take that. Right. Wow. Yeah, maybe. With, I'm trying to think what the equivalent is. If they go to Miami and they go to Atlanta, the Falcons and Dolphins, like, hey, Atlanta loved you so much. You guys have to go back. Will you do us a favor? Just go back. <laughs> then just keep going until one of you wins. <laughs> until both of you win. I was talking to my dad today. My dad hates Miami. It's his least favorite football team. So mm -hmm. he's really excited they're one in five. And then he was even more excited that they might not have their pick. Or they're not going to have their pick and it might be like a top five pick. Right. And he was like, why don't these teams put protections on their picks like we do in the NBA? So if like something bad happens, you're, you don't get screwed. And I was like, they just don't do it that way in football. And he's like, but why? It's a I good don't question. have the answer. Just, like, why, why wouldn't they? They could have easily said, here's our pick, but it's top five protected or top eight, whatever, or, or it rolls over. Yeah, that's got to just be an owner's thing, right? That's not in the players association. That has nothing no. to do with that. You right? can put so any I, condition I you want on it. That. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. I'm going to ask uh, uh, some people I know. And pretty dumb. Answer. Yeah. Next game, Giants-Panthers. This is in New Jersey. And I have this, I've, I don't think I've guessed this all year. I have this as a pick 'em. I'm going hmm. Giants pick 'em 
against the Panthers. In All right, I'll get this one. Uh, it's, I said three and a half for Carolina, who actually has a few wins to their credit, and uh, it's three. Wow. Don't tell me you like the Giants here. I think the Panthers, I, I think I was the most wrong on them. Finally, I corrected it this week, finally. Well, he had terrible numbers, 17 for 41, but he did look like a real quarterback, Sam Darnold, and I root for him. And that, that 98 drive was pretty spectacular, plus the two-point conversion. And by the way... But he's already... He's already lost his confidence, though. No, I know. We got better with the overtime rule that, you know, two team, both teams get it if there's no touchdown score. But how does the home team not touch the ball in overtime? Isn't that what happened today in the, in the Vikings game? Like, they got to fix that. They got to get a stop. Both teams have to get something. I know. I, I think Darnold at one point was five for 17 in that, yeah. in that game. Well, for very like first 60 play yards. Was an interception. Yeah. Really no, weird. I, I mean, the, I like Vikings, the Giants. Though, that Vikings continue to be a team that just can't put anyone away. 379 yards at half. Them yeah, but did matter. you... I had the Vikings minus two. I bet that. Did yeah. you see what happened in that game? They were up eight. They're on like the 35, 40-yard line mm -hmm. with the first down. Terrible run, terrible run. Third and 11. Yeah. And they just run it. And then they punt. Instead of like, they, they have... Justin Jefferson and Thielen, who were open all game, just gave the ball back to the. Uh, well, it's kind of what happened last week, right? Didn't Madison fumble against the Lions? Like they're yeah. trying to kill the clock. Yeah, that's what I mean. They can't get out of their own way. But all right, good. Take the Giants. I, I mean, did, like did, did you bid on Kadarius Tony? Were you one of the people who get bid like twenty five dollars on? Did not, but he's like good. Their, no, he is good. He's really good. Yeah, he got hurt. He's really hurt. Yeah. Well, two more poopfecta games, and they're going to have high lines. First one. Arizona's home, mm -hmm. trying to go 7-0 against a really terrible Texans team. All right, you have to pick this exactly, because I did. And it's a it's a very big number. I picked Cardinals by 16. Oh, should have said 17. Mm. I think that's what Buffalo was against Houston, right? Were they 17? That's a lot of points. I don't know. <sighs> this Cully coaches this team like they just, let, let's just get on the bus. Let's come on. Let's make this painless as possible. Get out of here. Do you think we could talk FanDuel into 15-point teases? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, they'll figure out a way to what win. Would, what would the VIG <laughs> have to be and how many people would have to be in it? Uh, you know, there used to be 13-point teases. Not on FanDuel. There still I'm is. There are, there are? Yeah. But you want 15 to get this down to two? Thir the 13-point tease, it has four teams mm. and all of them have to win. Wow. I think they should have a 16-point tease. Hey, FanDuel, we're talking to you. 16-point <laughs> tease. Kyle, put the cameras on. <laughs> Kyle! 16-point <laughs> tease, and there should have to be some crazy vigor action. Well, here's the thing. Something. I think they could do it, because here's who loses on a 16-point teaser. I think they could still make money. The Giants lost 38-11. The, uh, the Houston lost 31-3. Uh, Chargers would have killed everybody on a 16-point teaser this week. Crushed so everybody. Maybe so yeah. maybe it's like a five-team, 16-point tease, and it's like minus mm -hmm. 135 or something like that. Yeah, I think that's what it would have to be. I'll tell you that this. Cleveland I would be doing it with the Cards and Rams. Point. Yep. All right, let's do it. Maybe they can get that going by Sunday. Come on, FanDuel. The Rams are home. They're playing the Detroit Lions, who we bet on for our worst record this season. It's this is the Goff Bowl. This is Goff's homecoming. It's looking good. Yeah, they get to load up on Goff. There's already rumors Goff might lose his job. Oh, yeah. They got to let him play this game. At least. They got to let him play this game. And uh, and ironically, I had 17 for this one. 
Uh, I, I edged out here. I said 12 and a half. I went way low. It's 14 and a half. Really? So this is where your 16-point teaser would be good. Let me check. Why is that move. line? That line's going to go. That'll be 16 by game time. 14 you and see and the half Rams right today? The Rams are like the ultimate when we're up. Yeah, it's great. By 14, we're pouring it on to you. Now Henderson's a great goal line back and everything. Red zone back. Yeah, yeah. the Henderson thing's annoying. This is why I hate fantasy sometimes. Mm. We all watched Henderson the last two years and he sucked. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this is... um. Yeah, Stafford, though, yeah, I, I guess it doesn't matter. They killed the Giants. The Lions stink. So, so you've noticed what I I was afraid to say out loud as well, since we have a lot of money on Ram, the Rams for the season mm-hmm. with stuff. Stafford does look kind of sketchy sometimes. Right. When there's pressure, he kind of gets discombobulated in ways. You just forget he hasn't been in that many big games or moments like in his whole career, basically. I want a strong start from him, you know? Like, oh, yeah. he's lock and step with Cooper Cup. Like, I don't know. We don't see it till the second or third quarter usually with him. But um, Slow starter. He needs some yeah. foreplay. It's a foreplay get, quarterback. Yeah, get up 14-3 on some of these teams. All right, two more. Sunday night, Niners-Colts. I mean, what what the hell do you do with this game? Uh, I, uh, I'm out on Carson Wentz. I'm just out. I picked I picked this exact, so this is going to be close. I don't uh, see any. You're out on him, huh? I don't see any today? difference. Why? Just him, Darnold, Bridgewater. I think it's all the same result. Hmm. All those guys. Um, I have the 49ers at home favored by four and a half over the Colts. Oh, you nailed it. Exactly. Just like I did. Four and a half is right. So what's the score right now? It is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I felt like one, I was two, doing three, well. Four, five, six. It's seven to seven. And I was one point off in the next game. Oh, man. So if you're a half or you get it, you should be able to get this. Uh, it's just the Monday night game, right? That's all it's left? God. Yeah. Monday night. It's Seahawks at Saints. No, no, no. Oh, I shouldn't have said anything. Isn't it what? Saints at Seahawks? <laughs> Did I get that wrong? I think it's Saints at Seahawks. <laughs> this is See, so I'm diplomatic. So you beat I'm my so team. <laughs> you beat my team, and then then you saved me from a Change bad Change You're right. You're right. You saved you from drowning. Now you're going to push me off the raft. I have like? the Seahawks by two. Uh, you got killed here. I had Saints by two, and it's Saints by three. Sorry, Simmons. Saints by three. Wait a second. So you're telling me two even teams in a matchup between Jameis and Geno Mm-hmm. In Seattle, let me make sure. And they sure. think the Saints should be favored by three. Yeah, must-win game for the Seahawks. Their season's basically over if they lose. I'm even seeing three and a half in some spots. Yep. Wow. Okay. Maybe the Seahawks aren't good. The Saints were off this week, right? Yeah. Maybe the Seahawks aren't good. You saw how they struggled. The, the Steelers are pathetic. Yeah, the Seahawks aren't good. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Well, so. <laughs> All right, I'll really, take the it. perfect I'm day for you. Three. Yeah, this is great. This is really nice. This episode is brought to you by Peloton. Spring, the best time of the year to dial your fitness routine up a notch. You know it's going to happen. It's going to get warm. Going to start wearing shorts. Going to start wearing bathing suits. You're just you're not going to be able to cover up behind those big coats anymore. Also, it's nice outside. Get outside, do stuff, or If you don't have time to get outside, I got Peloton for you. Whether you have five or 60 minutes, Peloton's workouts were made to challenge you. Classes like boot camps, 
Full body strength, boxing, marathon training are created to grow your skills or push you to improve. And what you already excel in, and you won't feel bad about not being outside. Peloton's expert coaches, challenging classes, and nonstop vibes will keep you coming back for more. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This episode is brought to you by Nissan. Get ready to level up your adventures with the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder built to navigate you to some of Earth's most awe-inspiring spots. With seven drive modes, with all the power you need, get the thrill of the drive in every moment of your journey with the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Well, before we get to the rest of this stuff, this episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is brought to you by Uber Eats. Uber Eats makes any game better. When you watch with friends, you're going to end up ordering a bunch of food for everybody. Get food delivered for your whole crew with the group order feature in the Uber Eats app. What would you order uh, our friend Brad from the Uber Eats app? Oh, chicken he, wings? He loves barbecue. You should have seen him today. There was an extra burger and he just went wild. He put mayonnaise all over it and uh, sat down with the, the burger and the tiki punch. Wolfed it down and then was asleep in four minutes. <laughs> well, uh, I would love to know what he's getting from Uber Eats next week because I know I'll be eating Uber Eats as well. The official food delivery partner of the NFL, Uber Eats, bringing you game day deals all season. Buy one, get one when you order now. Uber Eats, official partner of the NFL. Offer good for select items at participating restaurants for a limited time. See app for details and availability. All right, so we got to do succession. We got to do parent corner. What do you want to do first? Oh, uh, I want to hit parent corner first. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Go ahead. You go. You know, I just, this is just a nod to technology and we take for granted how great it is. And like you and I are staring at each other over Zoom, like we're 20 miles away and it's going to record and it's going to sound like we're three feet away, arms distance, you know, and just like all kinds of things we, like I said, take for granted. And one thing was, um, it's going to take a minute before I get there, but my son is now playing varsity football. Mm. He was supposed to play Santa Monica and Santa Monica had to forfeit because of COVID. Uh, I think their coaches got it. Someone on the coach staff got it or whatever. So we no longer have a game. So now what ends up happening is these coaches look online to see where else a team was in a similar situation. And wait, my, wait, it's like high school football Tinder? Yeah, that's basically what it is. It's more a grinder, but yeah. It's like yeah. swiping right. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of guys uh, getting together. But uh so I imagine it was going to be like, all right, so they're setting up a new game and we hear that, um, okay, the game is against Fresno. We're like, okay, all right, wow, that's that's a tough ride for them. It's like, no, 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 we have to go there. It's like, what? It's like, yeah, this there was their homecoming and uh, it's a high school in Fresno and, um, you know, same kind of situation. Their opponent had COVID and they had to cancel. So Wait, we're going to go up there. I was that's like, like 90 on. minutes away. 90? That's How long is Fresno? It's three and a half hours oh, away. Yeah. It's three and a half freaking hours away for a high school game. This is not a club team. This is a high school game. And on a Friday, so it, might, it could be seven hours. You don't know what, right? With LA yeah. travel, whatever traffic, wherever you're going. So I can't go because I have TV. I have the Fox show at 2, 2.30. So I'm, I'd miss the game. Well, my wife is beside herself. She's like, we have no notice. This was on a Thursday. The game's Friday. She goes. She gets up there. She goes with like a, a mom she barely knows. Drives up there. It takes four and a half hours. And they left early, so there's nothing to do for hours. And they sit there. And we ended up, um, we were winning 35-6 with four minutes left. We won 35-26. And thank God for technology, because one of the dads in the stands put it on Facebook Live. And I'm like watching it. And it's great, because now I could, you know, uh, despite the fact that Archie had two sacks, 
I could, when he comes home at two in the morning, yell at him for his missed assignments for 20 minutes before I eventually let him go to sleep. And uh, that's exactly what happened. So good job by you, technology. And uh, good job by Fresno for laying down for us. So your wife did the nine-hour round trip plus yeah. the game, and you just got to stay home and watch it on Facebook Live? Yeah, exactly. I got on Facebook Live and watched the Red Sox. Amazing <laughs> stuff. Yeah, thank um, you. My parent corner, I had two that I wanted to do, both of which got vetoed by my kids. I, I, as you know, I have a son in eighth grade, a daughter in 11th grade, and there's just a lot going on. And it's stuff right. that would be actually fantastic for parent corner. But now it's like, it's not, it's not stuff you could tell like, oh, my son opened the door when I was in the car wash and the water came in. It's like, right. now these are like people with their own lives and the stories are way better. And sadly, I can't, tell them so and it's prom season and it's dancey it's all that stuff yeah, yeah, yeah and there's yeah. there's relationship stuff and <laughs> it, it's just sadly yeah. can't talk about it and right. it's the first time in the last couple of weeks where i was i was jealous of you having the third kid which i don't i don't know if you guys are doing backflips about when it was in motion but now i'm sure mm. you're you're glad you have little harrison no we're not doing backflips no i'm not in any <laughs> no, shape no backflips back no but i will say why don't you adopt a kid I don't know the adoption policies, but can you just adopt a seven-year-old for the fall? And then when football season ends and we don't have to tell these dumb stories. Just, you could, I start showing up at people's games. Yeah, yeah. Give him or her up. Oh yeah. You could show up at games. Well, too. I have yeah. the, I guess the four dogs count as a yeah. third kid. Maybe four dogs equals one kid. I think. Yeah. Maybe, but yeah, I just for parent corner, I don't know. This might be the last year of parent corner for me. I can't tell any of the stories. Wow. Yeah. It's really rough. Like I had my daughters, like if you tell blah, 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 I'm, I'm actually going to kill you. Remember someday you're going to be old and I'm going to be the one that takes care of you. And mm -hmm. I was like, all right, we've done it a couple of times, but I think we could tell stories about our parents too. Right. That's still the parent uh, relationship, isn't it? So maybe that's where this goes. Maybe yeah. parent corner. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's. Yeah, we got to keep our folks alive for a few more years. <laughs> well, my mom. She, she had some tooth thing and she, the dentist said she couldn't drink for like nine days. Drink and booze, drink, oh, drink yeah. wine. Yeah. Uh -huh. Which we, we were just like, wow, this is going to be really, <laughs> really interesting. And she showed up at Ben's flag football game on Wednesday. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, you're just here because you, you can't drink. And she's like, how'd you know? And I, <laughs> I guess that's a good pair of quarter. She didn't uh, ask for a second opinion. She just <laughs> went with it. <laughs> no, I guess she went with it. Yeah. She asked for seven opinions. All right. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk succession. Yeah. So. We got the screeners. We're going to watch one episode at the time. I am a big believer in the watch one episode at a time and try to time it with everybody else. This I like it become, for this one. For this one especially. It's good. Yeah. This has become this show, I don't think since Game of Thrones, and I think the pandemic had something to do with it because even if you didn't watch the first two seasons, you could mm -hmm. catch up. Everyone's looking for shows. Everyone's caught up. People are ready. First show delivered. Yeah. Big time. A lot of plot development, but at the same time, a lot of moving pieces. They really had to set stuff up. And I guess the big takeaway question I had, mm -hmm. we're not at the point where you kind of have to root for one of the two people, right? You have to root for Kendall. You right. have to be team Kendall or you have to be team Logan, Logan, which I always felt like with the family, I never felt like it was going to get to that point, but now we're here. Mm -hmm. So what side are you on? Are you is this team Belichick or team Brady? Logan? This is Belichick Brady, isn't it? I mean, have you even isn't thought it about it in person? Isn't it more Belichick Mangini? Oh, oh, Mangini. Uh, <laughs> I think I think Kendall's more Mangini. 
Right. He's like that. Like he thinks he can do it on his own, but he's it, he really can't. And now, yeah. You know, so that's why I'm rooting for Kendall because I think it's more of an uphill climb, right? Like uh, Logan's a little Teflon. I feel like anything he does, he can get away with. He calls all the shots. So how does the guy who calls all the shots go down? That's what I want to see. What I worry about with the writing, it's so good and the con- it's so conversational and great. I just worry about the manipulations become too like, oh, come on, that's ridiculous. But um, not- like an inauthentic type. Yeah, right, right. Like, uh, I don't know this world anyway, but yeah, I could still see if anything's far fetched. But so far, so good, man. It was really good. Like I said, the writing. I mean, what are some of the some of the, my favorite lines were? Uh, Oh, if your hands are clean, it's only because your whorehouse does manicures. Like just, a, <laughs> just phenomenal, right? I like the OJ like, scene was my favorite by far. Which one? The juice, the juice is loose. <laughs> when, <laughs> yeah, right. when Greg said it was like the OJ thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Greg's and going can- through the internet. He's like, okay, so you're memeing well. Uh, yeah, good memeing wise, <laughs> and you're trending after tater tots. And oh, and the Pope follows you. Oh no, just uh, someone called the Pope. All right, let me get on it. I can't read the whole internet right now. <laughs> well, then, then uh, that's what when Connor for. finds Connor's telling Willow about the play, and they're, they're changing direction. Yeah, they're right. going to go the irony route. Yeah, trying to get the hipsters and dipshits. Yeah, that trying was to great. come and make fun of the play. It was yeah, all Bo- of it was Bo- great. Jack Horseman. Yeah, <laughs> it's the, crazy. The Kendall thing, though, it, honestly, it's like a QB that can make a couple of the great throws and then mm-hmm. make some of the worst plays you've ever seen. Where right. he's all doing at the same time, right? He brings like the high-powered PR people in. Yeah. And instead of listening to ones, he's just overpowering them and babbling. He invites his wife over. Like right. he's just a complete mess. But yet at the same time, like he did mm-hmm. figure out the big chess move was he got the best lawyer ahead of his dad. Yeah. Right? He he did see a couple things. He was able to pull Greg because he knew Greg had the smoking gun stuff he needed. And so the he's little, like and weirdly the competent and incompetent. Yeah, and like the call and singing to Shiv, like like taunting singing, and that's great. Then he calls one of the father's henchmen. Yeah, like and and just like yeah, I have a spot for you too. It's just uh, it's kind of perfectly done. And then kicking the kicking the advisor out like right off the bat. <laughs> the car, yeah, like, yeah, you you with in me with me or against me at this point? So good. So was was and Chris did a, a precap preview episode on Friday for the Prestige TV thing, and they mm-hmm. and one of them was saying Club Car Club Carolina. They both love Carolina. I thought I was the only one who loved Carolina, the PR person. They don't really yeah. use her that much, but I've always right. like every time she's on, I'm like, oh, Carolina. Yeah, she's um, good. And she had a good scene in this too. I was hoping maybe it would lead to more Carolina. I'm on a, the I'm tarmac. A member which of one Club, was it? On the ta- which one? Uh, Carolina is the one, the PR lady that he yeah, kicks out. Okay. Right, right. Of the She's car. The first one, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, yeah, good. But yeah, so, wh- so where do we go? What happens? What do you think from what you saw in that hour? I, so you got to figure, for, well, first of all, does anyone come over to his side from the family or the, you know, uh, or the lieutenants? What would you say? I, I think she no one. way. No, she doesn't, right? I think Roman's a possible... Mm-hmm. A possible double cross because Roman think he's against be Shiv hurt. is so good. That's such a good dynamic, and you could keep that if he comes to, uh, yeah, comes to the side. It's going to be there's, interesting. There's some Tom possibilities just because his character is so hard to predict. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he loves Greg probably more than Shiv in some ways. Right, right. If you look so, at Tom, doesn't he? The next time you focus on him, he's Peyton Manning and John Hamm had a kid. That's top. That's it. And by the way, that's not out of the question. That could still happen. <laughs> Technology these days. Yeah. 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 I think 
at some point, the big crux of this season is going to be how far does Logan want to go to shut this down? Right. Because he has lots of ammo with Kendall. Mm-hmm. Not only the drug stuff, but he murdered somebody. And at some point, they could say they covered that up and he could play that card. And then this might just end up being like nuclear war where everybody destroys each other. Right. I'll say Tom comes over. Out of, ev- out of everyone you mentioned, that's a good point. I think Tom comes over. Um, he leaves Logan. Also, Sana Lathan, who I've always loved. Loving basketball. Oh, right. Yeah. She was the lawyer. So yes. she, she got Great. to join. It seems like she's going to have more to do. And then um, and then my favorite, Jerry. She's mm-hmm. going to be the acting CEO. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. We have a, that, uh, on, on Extra Points, we have a prop culture quiz. You can join extrapoints.com slash arcade. And it's basically we had fuck offs versus um, how many apologies from, from Greg. And uh, I think it was like four to three. Oh, <laughs> wow. Who is favorite? Uh, uh, Logan won. Logan won. He was given a half. So. Yeah, that's a fun game to play. <laughs> Just Greg, the apologies are so good. <laughs> Stupid thing in the kitchen. I'm excited to have it back. It's weird to have it back because I did a double rewatch of the first two seasons. So now it's like, oh my God. Oh, you did? New, new oh, wow. scenes. Yeah. yeah. I really like this show. That's it's a great. good one. Um, all right. Well, every at the end of every episode, we'll talk for five minutes. Yeah. yeah. So you're so you're team Kendall. I think I am too. Yeah, you have to be. Right, you kind of have to be right. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying to thread this needle that you know he's not going to thread. But mm-hmm. I, I like watching him try to do it. All right, yeah. uh, what do you got to plug? Uh, against all odds, Monday night we'll pick the winner. We'll go over props, extra points podcast Wednesday and Friday on extrapoints.com. All your sports gambling needs. Thursday night football on Fox. I go for twelve in a row. I might take Denver just to silence the critics a little bit here. So I don't know. What do you twelve pick? in a row? Denver or Cleveland? We're talking 12 Sunday night. non-spread. Oh, shut up. <laughs> if you don't get this one on Thursday, you could say I'm going for 13 in a row where I've, I've picked this game 13 weeks in a row. <laughs> I actually got mad at you. What did I say? I'm like, go jerk off Schrager. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you did. You got mad at me. Go ahead. Go in your dumb Bitcoin betting hour be- uh, segment. I, I thought is. that was a good idea. The Bitcoin betting hour. This is Bitcoin betting hour. <laughs> I'm putting a billion Something we never heard of. Schrager, you just sh- <laughs> shake your head there. <laughs> no, the Schrager's super important. <laughs> you got to listen to the little pod. We won again today. We've had six Schrager. out of seven weeks. We're like, I, at, I don't think either of you are super important, to be honest. What I'm do up. you think? Uh, what do you think uh, our friend Daniel's going to do with his Red Sox World Series bet? So I don't even want to talk about it. It just gets me upset. I, I just because we have to go into the specifics, but he stands to win a lot of money and he could hedge to break even on a lot of money that he's lost and he's Mr. Let it ride. He's letting it go. And it's not even a jinxing thing. He doesn't even care about that. Like that I can almost see, but, um, well, whatever you take it from here. He's, he's well, the Red Sox, yeah. the Red Sox, I think are plus one Oh five for the Astros. Yes. series. Right. So you, you and called it. You're like, Hey, they, you should, he should wait until it's one, one. And that's the time to bet the Astros in the series. He's not going to do it. I actually think, I think the Red Sox will win game three. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be what, like minus one forty at that point, something like that, right in there, yeah. And if they win game three, that's the time to hedge because I don't think they can win three in a row because they can't pitch Whitlock. Mm-hmm. They can't pitch Whitlock all three games. He can only pitch two of the three. Do you even so have a I, starter name? Oh, I guess you do, Rodriguez. Erod Erod's been matter. sneaky good at Fenway. No, he's going to be all right. I'm okay with him. It's it's the Whitlock piece of it. Like if you noticed in game, did you watch game one? Sure. Yeah. 
who's 4-3, and they didn't want to waste Whitlock down a run because they knew mm-hmm. they needed him for game two. Next day. So yeah. they so they brought in uh, Sal Mora, mm-hmm. who, of course, gave up the insurance run. And then we homered in the top of the ninth, and now it's 5-4 instead of 4-4 because they didn't use Whitlock. Like, the Whitlock thing, it's so important how they use him. He's, like, the best pitcher we have. But it, the bottom line is we shouldn't go to the World Series if sales going to suck. So this is going to be over next time we speak, right? You, wait, what do you have? You have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then off day Friday, Thursday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. Yeah, this is over next time we, we do the pot. So what is your prediction here? I'm looking at the odds. I think we, I honestly think we can win. I don't think it will be in Boston. I think it has to be back in Houston. Six or seven. No yeah. McCullers. The Granky thing's weird. I guess like they're just not going to count on him. And I don't mm. know if they have the starters. The problem is they have these dudes they can bring in who, you know, like, uh, God, I'm blanking on the uh, the reliever they brought in in game one because we had him on our keeper team. He threw like over 100 innings this year. Right. They have dudes that like would easily be the second best reliever um, that we had after Whitlock. That's so fun. Need- I love this. I'm going to predict by next Sunday, Altuve will be your most hated player in Major League Baseball. He's terrifying. Well, the other thing is that stupid ballpark they have is even dumber than my ballpark. (laughs) I don't know. Like those 340-foot homers all over the place. And then there's that one spot in right center where it's like 500 feet. But um, It's really close. I bet Stanton would disagree with that. But I think your team in six is, uh, well, I'm looking at it, plus 420. Your team in seven is plus 480. Oh wow! If I if I was betting the Red Sox, I would bet on both of those. Those two versus results. like the versus series because I don't think they can win three in a row. Yeah, maybe Daniel will load up on it. He'll add to it instead of um, hedging like he should. The path for them winning three in a row in Boston would be Erod would have to be unbelievable in Game Three. He'd have to go like seven, mm-hmm. which he he's done from time to time. Game Four, some sort of sale Pavetta combo, right? And they and they somehow get seven innings out of those guys. And then game five would be the Evaldi Whitlock lock it down game. I mean, I kind of like it, the two inning thing, except that it just takes forever. But, and that nobody, I mean, really in this series, nobody's ace is reliable, right? Like sales, not reliable. You got Houston's at from uh, Valdez. Well, sales like, not, lit up. Honestly, sales, not the ace anymore. No, I guess not. Like, we don't trust sale at all. Yeah. But then Scherzer got beat today. Dodgers are in trouble. Their Braves are minus 190 after two games. Although they were down 3 1 last year to the Braves and came back. Yeah, that's fun. Playoff. I got to say, the Dodger thing is stunning to me. Like, when you think the Braves lost the best guy on the team. Yeah. And I know they patched it together and the guys came through and all that stuff, but that that's just crazy that they could make the World Series without Acuna. That's well, that's why I, I impossible. hate to defend the Braves because now I can't root. I can't root for the Red Sox, Astros, or Braves, so I find myself rooting for the Dodgers as a Met fan. But yeah, Acuna's out. You could talk about the 107 wins for the Dodgers or Giants. Like, hey, they had the best player out, and they're in the playoffs yeah. and they're playing well, like as good as anybody here. That's a tough one. To, you got. I feel like you have to win one of the first two it's on the tough. road like that because it's so hard to then know six and seven is back in Atlanta. And right. The chop is disorienting, man. It's like that atmosphere and it's like that droning sound for three hours. It's not, right. it's not like a comfortable place to play. It's not typical. What's the over-under for that? A year and a half before they get rid of the team name and the celebration? I got to say, I w- I'm kind of shocked they're still doing it. I, I thought it, with all the stuff that's get, gotten canceled, I would have thought that would have been pretty high on the list. Yeah. 
Yeah, but exactly. I don't know. I've, I've given up trying to figure this out. But man, if the Braves made it without Acuna, that would be uh, remarkable. Yeah, they're fun I think to we watch. can get there. I really do. And and I would much rather play the Braves than the Dodgers. I'll tell you that. Much. I think you had a good chance. But with Daniel, our friend Daniel, not hedging, it's a force stronger than any bad managerial move, stronger than any <sighs> bad umpire decision or call. And I'm, I'm sorry. but he Well, he's he's bet on the Red Sox every time they've won. Oh, that's true. So that's, yeah. I had, it's not like Corolla bet on them. And like every if, time they've lost. Yeah. But yeah. If Corolla <laughs> bets on them every year. <laughs> I saw Corolla Wednesday at this thing. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you were there too. Well, I, I, you know, I talked to him about it. You're going to, you're going to bring up the love boat, the love boat. Cause I told him like, you know, Simmons is a little disappointed. I think he tries to talk TV with you and you say you're watching the love boat. He's like, yeah, it's the only reliable thing on TV. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was kidding. No. I was like, what are you watching? He was like, The Love Boat. And then for a second, does. I was thinking, is there a new <laughs> Love Boat, like on FX or something? That no, I know no, about? there's like, an old no. Love Boat. Yeah. He's still watching Love Boat. I'm like, where do you watch The Love Boat? It's like, Pluto. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? This is what you do at night? Some but fan yeah. bought him Captain Steubing's jacket, and he talked about it for all, like, 45 minutes today. <laughs> Love boat. <laughs> so stupid. It's the same plot every time. Oh, oh, it's the one where Vic Tabak's on. <laughs> yeah. This our is three weeks in a row is a different character. Our friends are all lunatics. Yeah. What, what happened to it us? Might be. It really might be. crazy. All right. So, as always, uh, especially today, good job by you. Good job by you, Billy. This podcast was produced by Kyle Creighton. Don't forget about the rewatchables with uh we did the color of money, Sal. Oh, I love it. 35th anniversary. So that's coming tomorrow. And then Prestige TV podcast, morning show, uh, mid-season one. So we will see you on Tuesday on this feed. This episode is brought to you by Dr. Squatch. What you use in your personal care routine matters, so upgrade your lineup with Dr. Squatch. They have high-performing natural products with no harmful ingredients. That'll have you looking and smelling your best, like their Wood Barrel Bourbon Bar Soap and Lotion or their Bay Rum Deodorant. They even have some limited edition soaps like their Avengers and Star Wars collections. Those seem like they'd be fun to try. And right now, they have an amazing offer for new customers. Get 20% off your first purchase of any amount or a subscription order by going to drsquatch.com slash Simmons or use the code Simmons at checkout.